Happy holidays, and welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, a podcast where we discuss horror in media, and today we're going to be discussing Krampus and Gremlins. Also, this new soundtrack that we're using, our intro music track, was made by Alec from Lorengard. And he's a pretty great guy, and he composed this one for us. Yeah, great. he was nice enough to let us use it for our intro. We've mm-hmm. been looking for something new, so it's, this is our new music when going yeah. into the new year. So thank you very much, Alec yes, from Lorengard. Alec Bickham, I believe, is his actual name. Yes. Thank you for the Castlevania vibes. Yeah, vibes. <laughs> I know. It really is like I, a Castlevania intro. I yeah, love it. I, I was dancing just after hearing it. You know, I felt <laughs> I was in a really like morbid Scooby-Doo movie. Ooh, ooh, That's yeah. a good description. Yeah. I like that. I was digging it. Anyway, so I'm Mitch. <laughs> I'm Murph. And I'm Jonathan. So, John, what's the first movie we should discuss this evening? I think we should talk about Gremlins first. I love Gremlins. I absolutely Just because it's so much it. fun. It's such a good movie. It's a lot of weird lore that they built into it. It's kind of like a standalone thing. So yeah. it did really well as a movie just standing up by itself. And it was actually a pretty good success like when it came out. And it definitely has quotable lines from it that people still know. Yeah, Gremlins does a lot. For its audience and it had a lot of secrecy to it too oh with the uh release for <laughs> fireworks going okay. off apparently right is it fireworks or gunshot the hood will never yeah know. see i was like i was like firework or gunshot i have no idea <laughs> um basically there was a lot of secrecy to the the plot they didn't want people leaking out the twist that comes in the movie where the mogwai turns into the actual gremlins Oh, and so they're like, okay. so when they were doing interviews with artists or like the actors and actresses, they're just like, so what can you, what can you tell me about the film? Well, I can't tell you a lot. <laughs> right. They, they were like, just doing these interviews, but not saying much during right. them. The creature does this is what they were saying a lot of the time, but I won't let you know what the creature is because it starts with a really cute, fuzzy, adorable little guy. Which Gizmo the Gizmo. Mogwai. <laughs> yeah. Gizmo the Mogwai, I think, steals it for cutest movie monster. Uh, yes, and his reincarnation as Baby Yoda is no. Great too. I was gonna, yeah. say, I was gonna say Baby Yoda is kind of competing with him right now. Yeah, they, 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 they. We, I want to see a boxing match, like a, like a celebrity death Full match. Death the match. Two of them. Yeah, right. I wonder if, if the Gizmo might be creative. Enough. Nah, I think Yoda would kill it, dude. Okay, Yoda you know, almost got like force oh powers God. already. Baby Yoda. Spoiler alert: Yoda could kill. Baby Yoda could definitely kill, as well as be cute. We. All right. Yeah, apparently he's cute when he's just murdering things. Yeah, did you see yeah. that? I love when the Mandalorian is shooting things, and he's like, oh, yes, murder. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, uh, excited about him vaporizing yeah. people. He's like, yeah, die, trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there is a meme I saw. It's like when you're when you're cruising around the PvP zone with your, like, high-level friend, and he's just murking all the guys, and you're just like, <laughs> no, die, you're trash. Place, trash. Yeah, exactly. Like, XP, so XP, funny. XP. So fucking so funny. Hilarious. Uh, I love that. Anyway, so back to Gremlins. <laughs> so, so... How does it start? Well, I, I believe he's trying to get a gift for his son, right? Uh, that is correct. Uh, I will go into a little bit of production if that's cool. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the movie was directed by Joe Dante. Uh, if you don't know, he also directed The Howling. And I always talk I did about not how, know that. I always talk about how much I love The Howling. And it is a perfect werewolf movie. And if you haven't seen it, go see that. I feel like well, that's on our schedule, isn't it? Uh, next year it will be. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do that one eventually. Uh so it was also produced by Steven Spielberg. Yep. And uh, Steven Spielberg said, I don't want this to be a horror movie because then it will lose a lot of kids who could watch it. And I don't want this to be a Christmas movie because if we release it around Christmas, <laughs> then we're just going to get grouped in with all those crappy movies. Too. <laughs> Ended up being both. <laughs> yeah. They released it in summer. Yeah, that's and, fair. And it was it was it had a lot of good reception. Uh, 
Joe Dante was very like com- coming down to his last few bucks, and he thought that the uh, offer from Steven Spielberg was a joke from a company, but it was ac- an actual offer to make the movie. What was do you do we know what that offer was? Oh, to actually make the Gremlins. Movie. Oh, so he was just like, nah, you're not gonna do it. Yeah, he was. He was just like, what? No, you're, that is you're kind of random. I gotta say, it is a bit random for um, Spielberg. In the original script, Gizmo was supposed to morph into Stripe and have the character, uh, the main character. I'm not sure his name, but he was supposed to have to deal with that. But they liked it. They liked going back to the idea of a dog and his boy. You know. Yeah. So. Like them two fighting against the the evil gremlins. Yes, yeah. Got so, it. Like any any old American tale, a dog and his boy is everything. <laughs> come out and traverse evil. Well, but, if it's not that, it's a love story. So yeah. You um, this one. So that that was a lot of things. There's a lot of puppetry in this, and it's done yeah. expertly. Uh, Zach Gill- uh, Galligan is the actor I was uh, talking about before. Um, him and the main female actress who played this uh, movie, I believe her name is uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. She is, they would go to set pieces together and try for different acting roles in similar movies. So they would, oh, they would just be like, Hey, you want to go try out for this movie? Yeah, let's go. Oh, that's cool. So they're like really good friends. Yeah, so and they like, knew each other. They had a little bit of a relationship kind of. So when Steven Spielberg uh, saw them both try to like do it, they were just like, Hey, wait, look at his eyes. This dude's already in love. Like we got this. We got a couple already. Yeah. Yeah. That'll work out. So that I just wanted to give a little background information. You know anything about budget at all or no? Yeah, so it was the budget was eleven million. In the box office it made hundred and fifty three million. That's Spielberg though. Yeah, holy shit. They had they probably had a crazy marketing machine. They did all of their like interviews and like you know, those op eds where they show you all the cool shit behind the scenes. And then they released the movie and then of course it's summer, so it was a blockbuster probably. Yep, Steven Spielberg from the dude it. who made blockbusters. <laughs> so yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah. So it must yeah. have been a, a huge commercial success. That's that exactly way. why he was like, no, not on Christmas, not in October. Yeah, summer blockbuster. Didn't want to compete with other shit around Christmas. He also, I feel like, even though this movie was very successful as far as money goes, it also gains like a huge cult following afterwards for people who like didn't watch it in theaters and like started picking it up on VHS or DVD after like way after. And now there's like a whole new group of people who love this movie, even though it wasn't like super popular during their time period. That tends to happen with a lot of horror movies. We say this a lot because it's always, Oh, that movie didn't do great, but it got a cult following years later. Yeah, Horror is probably like the most common one that will happen to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or science fiction. Uh, yeah, will also be a good contender. Which there are a lot of little uh, science fiction keynotes and like just little jokes here and there within the movie that I can't yeah. wait to talk about. But what, you guys want to get into plot? Uh, yeah. What happens? So he he goes to buy a gift, but then so he ends up finding what? It's the inventor salesman father. Yeah. Who goes off to? I believe I think he's in like he's in China. I want to say. Yeah, it's definitely like. I think I remember reading somewhere that like the Chinese translation is literally like devil. For for what's it? Magua? Magua? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, a really great post rock band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? There's yeah, a band with that name. Magua, yeah, it's, no. it's a post rock band. Like. Anyway, but how much music do they got? They got a lot, lot of oh, music. I got, I got a couple well, go check that band out. <laughs> yeah, go check out Mogwai. Anyway, um, so uh, but he doesn't sell it to him, right? 
Uh, no, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't yeah, want he refuses to. to. He sees it, and he's like, "How much is the how much is the little the little furry creature thing?" And the uh, the, the shop owner is basically like, "No, he's not for sale." Yeah, and that's a little bit uh, like after he's like, "Hey, you know what? I'm an inventor. Here's my here's my card. You need you know what you need? You need a bathroom buddy, which is something <laughs> I have made. And we have to talk about this dumb invention real quick. I love it. It's like a block of plastic with a bunch of different uh, like tools on it, a shaving kit. Uh, toothbrush like a ruler everything you could think of just like in a little block of plastic yeah and he's so hell-bent on getting his inventions out there that it kind of just like over consumes his family and his life a little yeah he but- seems well i mean his son ends up like selling the little creature like without him knowing and it's just like yeah all right man you gotta follow these rules and these rules are what play out in the rest of the movie no water no food after midnight and no sunlight, sunlight. and no Sun- sunlight. Those, sunlight those... kills them. Yeah. And wa- don't, no matter what, no water. Don't, no water. Don't give it a fucking bath. Yeah, and don't feed him after midnight either. Right. Regard and and Gizmo well, yeah. like the the Mogwai seems to know all of this too yeah. in the movie. He definitely knows he's not supposed to have a bunch of these things. No. He's a very smart creature, and it's it makes him out to be the better creature of his spawn. Yeah. There's got to be the good versus evil. Right. He. Yeah. Uh, so the kid is like, we really need the money. I'll, I'll buy it to, I'll buy it. And he was offering like a hundred bucks at first and then 200 bucks back in the eighties, 200 bucks is a, a good lot amount. of money. So actually keep talking. I'll find out how much that is. Yeah. So the guy takes it and he's going to go, uh, to bring it to his kid, which I thought it was going to be a little kid, but we are introduced to our main character played by the Alex actor I was talking to. So he is trying to get to work, uh, with his foreign car that can't work for crap as his neighbor puts it his owner owns or his neighbor owns a tractor and tells him you know what this is this is american may this thing will last longer than i live hell yeah (laughs) just some just some you know patriotism from this old man it's not really that much of a difference uh two hundred dollars like in 1984 uh today would be 495 dollars so kind of double yeah but it's still a good amount for a pet Right. Yeah, that's quite a bit. <laughs> and he didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> we might yeah. also be dealing with, if we're dealing with Chinese currency, oh, shit, it might right. even be worth even more than that to them. What do they use in China? Yen. Yen? Yeah, it's yen. Is it yen? I didn't know that. Yeah, you might want to calculate yeah, that wait. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. Now I got to uh, go figure it but out. But we have to talk about this old man. He has like one uh, colored contact in one of his eyes. It is supposed to signify that he is a little blind. But I mean, it's just a color contact. He's the he's the mystical shop owner archetype. I love his shop, how it looks. Oh, it's uh, super great. I mean, there's just hanging dried lizards everywhere, and it's just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were kind of like during that time period, they were still dealing with putting stereotypes into movies, mm. and so at this point, it's like when you watched Big Trouble in Little China, and that's they, what exactly what I was. It thinking. looks exactly like that you're, set. You're also kind of expecting Uncle from Jackie Chan Adventures to show up. I love that dude. I love that show. I love that show that too. Show that was show was great. amazing. It is great. I agree. That but was one with all the talismans, right? Yeah. 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 Good shit. Anyway, but yes, I expect that from that shop. That's yep. what I expect. And there's even like <laughs> smoke machines going off. Like there, there's smoke in the shop. It's just yeah. kind of weird. And Truly ominous. magical. Also, artifacts. a quick correction to what we just said: the Chinese currency is renminbi. Renminbi. I don't know how to say it, but it's, oh wait, yen is in Japanese. Yeah, yen is Japanese. Oh no. Yeah. Um. Four the most plus. widespread international usage is yuan. Okay. Yeah. So just you know. <laughs> for anybody screaming right now being like they don't use yen they in china they don't do it they don't they're wrong that's wrong <laughs> how could they how could you 
right. weeb senses activated. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, so... Yo, wait, can we can we talk about that Talisman show for a second, though? <laughs> no! <laughs> it got canceled, it got, didn't it? I know, it yeah. Got... I mean, I mean, I think Jackie Chan Adventures ran its course. It did. It yeah. really did. They finished They finished the arc, though, of the Talismans. Yeah. They did finish it, so that's it, all that matters to me, is that they finished they the finish story. As long as they finish the show. Right. Yeah, finish the story. I used to watch that shit all the time. Okay, I digress. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so, yes. Uh, so, he buys the creature. Right. Brings the creature back as a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. We're this introduced is... to the main character who is going to work with his dog. <laughs> with <Yep>. his dog. <laughs> um, and, the angry, and then the angry, like, bigoted old lady that yeah. claims oh. that it's a horrible, mangy creature that is, I don't know, is liable to bite people and wants it put down. Dude, she is brutally, like, terrible in this scene. She's like, I can't wait to kill your dog. And I Yo, that I'm was gonna, fucked like, up. I'm going to drown your dog or something like that. And, like, the other guys, like, right next to me is like, yeah, that'll do it. And I'm just like, no, don't encourage this. You should tell her what the fuck is wrong with you. It's a dog. Yeah. And then uh, the dog hears this from underneath the table and jumps up and attacks her, which I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck this crazy old lady that's just yep. mean and grouchy. Um, and then, you know, he, he's been sent home. And he we go into the next scene where we meet him at a bar drinking with uh with this chick at the bar who is the other main character not sure what her name is but she is the love interest in the movie and then we are also greeted to one of the side characters who doesn't really do much but say hey dude you almost got fired (laughs) (laughs) honestly yeah they they really worked their way into making archetypes for all these characters and then letting not letting them like go outside of that yeah, they just, just like, had a few words to say, and they were always that character. You know, I'm up for a promotion. I'm 23. <laughs> it's just like, okay, you're snobby and, and cool at your job. All right. I mean, what is it? Like 80s, he's got a job, and he's going to be a manager. It's not doing bad for himself. He ain't, but <laughs> but he doesn't have a wholesome-ass dog, all right? It's true. <laughs> so that guy had a bad day at work, and he comes home, and his mom is watching a uh, – a movie on the TV. Do you guys did you guys recognize that one? Uh, I'm. I think I made note of it, but what was it? It was. I forget the name. I think it's a. It's the one where the old man has a change of heart near the end of the movie. He's like grouchy, hates Christmas, hates life. Oh, the Christmas, a Christmas story or a Christmas Carol, something like that. Yes. I, oh, Christmas well, Carol, Scrooge. Yes. It yeah, is. it was Scrooge. Where he gets it is a Christmas by Carol. The, the, yeah, um, but very it, is, it is at the end of the movie where he's like. Oh, Merry Christmas. And he just talks to the department stores. Merry Christmas, Ralph's. And he's just like running <laughs> running on. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Target. You know, just like stuff like that. Right. It's a very interesting Which thing. Which is kind of why we chose this one for this time period. Yeah. It, it, is, <laughs> it is also, a, I mean, that's the thing. Same with Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, As, that's going to start a debate. <laughs> yeah, now we started, you just opened up the So many cam. people. Well, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, it's, it's a def- Christmas It's movie. definitely a Christmas movie. It's Christmas Day. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I'm yeah. not arguing with anyone else. I will watch this every Christmas. Hell yeah. We're going to say Christmas we a should lot. Do, we should do Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh Which one? There's so many terrible Well, ones. the original, the first Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. I forget he made like four more. Can we talk about the inventions? Yes, go for they're it. They're just so impractical. Uh, the, the woman she's cutting uh, onions, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you can help me cut, uh, crack the eggs." And you know, being the the son of an inventor, dad's always like, "Hey, I just made an egg cracker. Try it out. Cool, works perfect. Great, awesome." <laughs> and so this thing is just 
They're just so tired of his shit. They're like, yeah, fuck. All right, I guess we'll try this. The juicer doesn't work. The egg <laughs> cracker doesn't work. I feel like you just easily lose your mind in a family like that. Like, you're just trying to do normal shit, and he keeps putting this invention in your face, and you're like, I'm going to fucking break this thing. <laughs> well, dad wants us to do it, so we don't want dad to feel It's a bad, weird way to get you to hate your dad. So, yeah, really. <laughs> I just like, um, he was just very bad Pee Wee Herman. Oh, man. You know what? Side note on Pee Wee Herman. I think he got, like railroad it for some weird shit and like he really didn't do anything bad he was he was jerking off in a in, in an, an adult, adult theater. theater yeah as an adult i guess i guess i guess that's a no-no place to do that that's literally what they're made for <laughs> I know, exactly it's so you'd, weird you'd think but uh, but digressions aside so you know we have these inventions the, the father is an inventor he has terrible inventions the inventions come into play much later in the movie because yeah. they're used for not what they're intended murdering for people yeah, literally exactly. murdering, murdering people murdering, uh, well they're used for murdering for murdering the gremlins yeah but uh so wait doesn't a lady get like tossed out of one of yeah, those yeah we like, got we got to talk about that but what happens <laughs> so so the mogwai is introduced as a gift the father re- regales the three rules yeah of the mogwai which is no water no sunlight no food after midnight so i think we should explain at this point why those rules well, they're to keep um, people safe. Well, I mean, obviously. like something happens. To, so, like, yeah, obviously, the well, light, the water bit is an accident. So, the the only rules that are not that are not disobeyed are obviously the sunlight one isn't disobeyed for. Oh, this I one. mean, like what happens? So, like, if you put water on them, they multiply. Yeah, yeah. If you put water is. on it, it makes it makes a bunch of little little like furry balls that evolve into more. Yeah. More mogwai. But I guess the type of mogwai is like random <laughs> so like it could be good yeah. or it could be kind of really evil yeah. and like lizard or either that or or gizmo is just a good is just a good one yeah that's true and then because the, all of them that are born are all none of them are good yeah they're all assholes. they're all assholes that's every single true. one of them is bad I think about that the actually. they're hilarious but they're bad <laughs> i fucking love those things they're oh, yeah. like complete assholes who only want to yep. do like drinking smoking and fucking i guess yeah exactly <laughs> they all just go around like and they do ridiculous yeah they do ridiculous stuff, well they prank but... like the whole town once yeah. they get a whole bunch uh, of them Essentially, uh, and the thing is, it, it, it seems as if the Mogwai that are born from Gizmo, it's based because it's an accident that happens. They spill water on him on accident. Yeah, yeah. And then he makes a whole bunch of furry ball things. And then they all grow up into more Mogwai. What's the, what's the, is the evil one Stripe? Stripe. That's Stripe's like the head honcho yeah. of the bad ones. And who he, also gains like a Mohawk when he turns into Gremlin Yeah. Form. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> It's the 80s, and he's hard, so you know what he has. Every 80s character who was like that definitely had a mohawk. Yeah, it was great, though. So they go along. Um, when they're born, he – well, the main character takes one of the Mogwai to his science teacher. Yeah, to, to check ha- it out. To, to have him have him investigated. The rest of them, along with Stripe, plan a, an attack, basically, where they, where they unplug the alarm – or the basically clock. try to trick him. Yeah, they basically trick him into feeding them at a diff- at the at the quote unquote at the correct time, which is not actually. It was like eleven thirty five on yeah, the clock. Exactly, and so they, he's just like, oh, okay, so we're safe now, and then it's really not. Doesn't somebody die at this point? Uh, so they he goes downstairs, grabs like a million chicken bones, and like gives them to them, and they fucking go at it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want one, Mogwai? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he shakes his head. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gizmo he, does he not know, want one. He knows better. Yeah, oh, shit. So, but uh, that is then when the scientist is like, "All right, this is enough. I'm gonna go and uh, go home right now. I'll see you in the morning, little buddy." And uh, that guy 
brings out he like grabs his sandwich yeah and he, he leaves his sandwich there. on it yep and then yep and that's how all of the mogwais begin changing into the green scaled gremlins yep they look like reptiles basically they are in like a pupil like state is yes. what the guy was saying but they look like the eggs from alien yeah, yeah. slimy i feel slimy like it was eggs. definitely a reference to something like that and uh, at the same time, the, the father is at a invention convention. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And it's great because there's a lot of scientific, uh, science fiction uh, things in the background. Like, we got the giant robot from Forbidden Planet walking around. Yo. We got the time machine from the time machine movie from the 30s in the background. Or not the 30s, sorry, the 50s. Dude, and I have a vinyl of the soundtrack from Forbidden, Forbidden Planet. Planet. Forbidden Planet's such a great movie. Yeah. I really want to talk about it. We should definitely do that at one Is point. that considered horror? No, but like we can do it on one of our non-horror episodes. But absolutely. <laughs> there, uh, that robot it has one of my favorite it's lines. Way ahead of its time. Who also <laughs> says a little thing in the line of, of that line, too. Um, the guy is drinking a Coca-Cola. He's like, hmm, sugar, water, food coloring. I can make you 60 gallons of this. <laughs> He's like, I got you. <laughs> He's like, I cannot have any, though. I will rust if I keep more. Because so, in, uh, in the original film, the guy is like, hey, hey, robot, you could make stuff, right? That is correct. I could do that. Here, make this. And he's like, hmm, ethanol. Okay. The dude just gives him a bottle of booze, and then he's like, I shall make this. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll come back in an hour. He, like, stuff happens. Some scenes come back. He's like, oh, I got to check on the robot. And then it's just, like, bottles upon bottles upon bottles of booze. And he's like, robot, you're the best friend I've ever had. <laughs> he starts <laughs> he's boozing it up. <laughs> yeah. He starts hugging it out. Um, but, yeah, the guy's out of uh, science uh, invention convention. That's so funny to say. Try saying that. Just everyone say it with me. Invention convention. Invention convention. Invention convention. That's the hard convention. one for me. Right. Invention convention. And he's trying to reach the people, but he can't. Um, so – they're just like, okay, I guess we got to deal with these eggs. And that's when they start to hatch. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and they start wreaking havoc on everything. Yep. The mom gets some good fucking kills in, in Yo, this movie. Yo, for real. So apparently this movie really fucked with the rating system of the, what is it, the MPAA or whatever, who are really just a bunch of assholes who are like, you know what? We don't like this movie. We're going to rate it this or that. So like it limits the audience. Anyway, yeah. that's a whole different story, but apparently they made a uh, PG 13 shortly after this because of like the weird scenes that were happening. They, they didn't want to make it rated R, but it wasn't PG. So they were so like PG 13. My, my yeah. question is with all the green blood and everything, is that still in the original cut? Uh, yeah, it was. It's just they didn't know how to qualify it because it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, actual it's blood. Apparently, it, the only death. time it's real violence is when it's like red blood, okay. which is why they use alternates all the time. Yeah, yeah, so she throws, she like, one is in a cookie jar and she like kicks him into a grinder of like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. a blender. And then it just starts going. She's like, okay, I got that. She, so she much impales time on one that. against a cupboard with a knife. Yeah. Yeah, it starts going at it. Yeah, because they all attack her. And she goes down there and start like just being mischievous and annoying, and then she throws one in the microwave. That's probably the best one is yeah. the microwave one. The thing is, um, when the director was making this movie, they had a lot of problem with even the the uh, parents of the actors and actresses were on set watching their kids do this stuff. Oh, and then so when they did the microwave scene, the li a literal parent came on set. It was like, hey, that's not cool. I don't want my son doing this freaking movie. 
Get off like, my set. Okay, get off my set. <laughs> I'm trying to microwave gremlins here. Don't what the you hell? see? So, like, that happened. Uh, that was really funny. But at the same time, it's just like, I didn't know that they were trying to figure out PG or R. PG-13 is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have said it's a rated I mean, R. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I think the, my other favorite one, doesn't she put one on the juicer, too? Yeah. She puts one on the juicer, and then it just comes out all good green goop, yeah. basically. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, they did not spare on the gremlin gore. <laughs> the um, I think after that is Science when, teacher, right? Uh, the science teacher gets attacked by one, and then I think he, like, I think the kid, the main character is there trying to check up on it, finds it, and chases it into the pool room. Yeah, exactly. So, like, basically the pool hall, I guess. Is that what you'd call it? I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, at a YMCA. So oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, so it's, it's just, like, a public pool for all yeah. the kids. And, and then, um, like a badass, that gremlin knows exactly what's going on and dives, dives in. into the fucking pool. And then a whole bunch of bubbling water and everything. And uh, it's, it's a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, because then the city is overrun with these horrible gremlin creatures that are attacking everything. There's some great scenes of them in bars where they have, like, cigarettes shoved in their ears and mouth and nose <laughs> and everything. Well, at this point, they find out that you can kill them with light. Yes. So the, I think I think it's the girlfriend in the bar who, yeah, who we has got, a camera yeah, and, got, like, starts um, killing them like that. We got to start – we got to talk about the bar scene. There's so much in this. Yeah, there's it's a, good, a lot like, of fucking seven shit that minutes, Seven or, like, five to seven minutes of just straight-up gremlin mayhem. Yeah. I, I had to make a note of a couple of them. Uh, they're the ones who are just trying to light like 17 cigarettes while they're just smoking them in their mouths. Yeah. There's the they one shoved as many as they could in their mouth and we're trying to light it. There's the one that's hanging from the ceiling fan. He's just like going and like accidentally cutting himself in pieces. <laughs> There's the other one that like the bartender is like furiously trying to like try to serve all these gremlins drinks. And there's one that flashes her. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There's the there's the cross dressing there's the cross dressing gremlin that's like there stripping is. for all of them. Yeah, <laughs> he, it's like the gremlin. It has like makeup and blonde hair and everything. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> and then there's the there's Spike with his girlfriend, and the girlfriend sees that one of the gremlins is cheating in poker. So what does Spike do? Bam! Just shoots, shoots it. Him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is the him. loudest gun I've ever heard in a fucking movie. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit! All right." And then, um, and then she that's notices she goes to light one of their cigarettes with a with a lighter, and that's when they realize that they hate the light. So then she gets the idea: "Okay, I could get the fuck out of here." Then yeah. grabs her camera, and like in all the other movies that we were talking about with the Polaroid with the flash, uh, just Polaroids her way out of there right before a gremlin mug comes up mm-hmm. and tries to mug her. Well, he has like a little. A uh, little mask and a gun and everything. That's the best. They did like they did all sorts of dress up. Like they must have had a lot of fun making the little puppets for these guys mm-hmm. and just fucking destroying everything they had on set. Like this is probably something they could only do like once through, right? Because they like had to destroy everything. So like, all right, we got to get it right the first time. But like even then, they just like just create chaos. That's all we need for yep. these scenes. There was a little bit of mixture of uh, stop motion animation in between yeah. some of these scenes with the gremlins. It's kind of awkward to look at now because it looks so choppy. <laughs> yeah, but then again, if you're a friend, uh, fan of Ray Harryhausen, you don't really care about that. Yeah, stuff. that's fair. That's actually a good point because yeah. <laughs> that was really what it looked like. So, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of monsters where they are just entirely made out of stop motion animation and clay. 
But the, the big stop motion scene in here is when they all come out of the pool. Yeah. And you just see, like, 50 of them, like, walking, like, static robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, she gets out of there. The dude finds finds her. And then we have to talk about the, the off the kills with the police officer, the old woman, and the neighbor. Can we these talk people about these? get straight up murdered by the gremlins? And you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so what happens to the old lady first? All right. So at first, the old lady, you know, she's taking her little uh, assisted chair that could take her from upstairs to downstairs. Right. <laughs> she has her cat. It's very those things you see that are really slow, and it's just like do. Because it's going up the fucking stairs. The guy from Up had one, right? Uh, yeah. 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 So that thing. Uh, she's taking it down. And she's just, you know, checking her decorations. <laughs> Been supercharged. And then uh, she hears carolers, and she hates carolers because she is the crotchety old lady. So she grabs a bunch of cold water, and she's about to throw it all on them. And then, <laughs> the lady is evil. <laughs> and then it's just a bunch of gremlins dressed up as carolers screaming. <laughs> they're actually like, they have the tune, but they're yeah. just like, they're all just screaming. Yeah. And she screams, and she gets a... Uh, she, she goes inside, and there was one gremlin that snuck inside and was rewiring her yep. chair. So then she's like, oh, no, this is it. This is how I die. This is how I go. My heart, my poor heart. I'm this is I'm not ready to go. And she gets on the chair. She's like, I'm going upstairs. Where's my cat? <laughs> the cat she can't find. She's like, fuck it. She pushes the button and just sends her flying. Oh, yeah. It sends her flying really fast. <laughs> through the window all the way to the front lawn where she just dead. lands herself dead. <laughs> police officers are there they're like did did you just see that <laughs> and then they get their brakes cut off by another gremlin they're driving back to the station and they're just like oh god okay and then uh they flip their car over trying to avoid a truck but they can't and they just completely like explode i can only assume they're both dead <laughs> right right yeah and then there was the neighbor who uh was trying to just enjoy tv yeah he was just chilling yeah. <laughs> didn't do any harm or nobody and then uh comes outside to find that the gremlins are using oh shit i forgot about this reference the gremlins are using his tractor this is a big thing about this character he says that uh in world war ii the only way that we died from uh planes was that the gremlins were inside the planes and destroying them yeah it's a very racist comment <laughs> yeah it is a comment that was made from a bugs bunny cartoon uh back in the day too yeah. There was a Bugs Bunny cartoon oh, that, shit, that was that. talking about how planes would be only come down if gremlins were inside destroying them. So he's like, the gremlins are in my tractor. I knew it. I knew it. And it just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just destroys the entire house and runs them over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. So then we're back to the main characters. We got gizmo well the they like find out that they've all sort of like retired to the theater oh, to watch snow yes. white and the seven dwarves <laughs> and they're all in there they're like all in there watching it just like fucking around in the theater and then they like figure out a way to rig the theater to explode but stripe is the only one that survives because he's like the boss yeah <laughs> and then he's like all right i need to make more so he's trying to find like a water fountain to like like jump into and i think that's when uh, gizmo steps in and, yeah and there's a something. very claustrophobic scene where uh alex the main character is like running through the department store he's not trying to, he's trying to not get killed by the chainsaw and everything his dog saves him and then that's when gizmo comes in on the little tr on the little car 
just punts. <laughs> That's spike. so fucking funny. Yeah. It looks like they put a like a string attached to him and just fucking pulled it because he went yeah. flying. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. I love when they do shit like that. <laughs> Gizmo looks adorable driving his little fucking car, too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's actually something you can buy, like Gizmo in his car. I got to check You can this buy out. it for like display. We got to find that shit. Yeah, if, if we find it, we'll link everybody to yeah, it. Buy it for us, audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so so Stripe eventually dies, right? He gets yeah, like so, melted. So he's about to jump into the fountain. That's when the sun comes through because we're in a greenhouse in the warehouse department. And the greenhouse, the light comes through and just lands on him and he burns. And falls yeah. into the water. And I was like, "What? Which is gonna take over more—the light or the water?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" And then his half-decayed skeleton comes out, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's not over!" But then it just falls over and. It's fucking great. That's yeah. like its final thing. It reminds me of a uh, like shit you see in I think it was Lord of the Rings, where Gollum drops into the lava and is still like moving around and shit. Yeah, it was good. I liked that. And then uh, fucking the dude from the beginning, the dad, Mr. – what was his name? Mr. Wing shows up and is just, like, scolding everybody and is just like, you guys are all careless. I'm taking this back. And then yeah. just takes Gizmo, and that's the end of the fucking yep, movie. basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can buy that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just – we're looking up uh, the Gizmo in his little car products, and it very much exists. <laughs> I don't like this one as much. No, I like the other one. Wait, was the other one a print or was it actually like a toy? That was an actual toy, 1984. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. That's that's really cute. I bet that it's selling for a lot. <laughs> Aw. But, yeah. That's pretty much the end of that. Shit. They, uh, yeah, they, simple movie. The uh, caregiver comes back, says, you were not allowed to take Mogwai. You will never be allowed to care for Mogwai. And then he says that to the dad. And then he looks at Alex and he says, you, you may one day take care of Mogwai. And until then, he will miss you. <laughs> and he like speaks Mogwai too. Like yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, Just out of nowhere. <laughs> he says he Gibberish, basically. You. Oh, geez. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> we like had no prior notion that they had a language. And then he was just like pulling that shit out so all right it's got those yeah. mogwai language stats <laughs> but yeah i like gremlins it's a fun movie it is yeah. a lot of fun i enjoyed watching it i've seen it so many times uh, Same. this is my first time watching it what really yeah. yo special time for you right i know that that's why i have so much, so much vivid detail of it I'm yeah just like, honestly yeah it sticks with you for a while i hadn't seen it prior to watching it yesterday i hadn't seen it for like eight or nine years Oh man, yeah. I like watched I watched it me. as like a kid um, when my mom showed me that movie, uh, which is like early '90s when I was a kid. And then after that, I watched it like a bunch of random times. People were like, I've never seen Gremlins. I was like, we should watch Gremlins because that's a hilarious movie. Oh, it's great. <laughs> oh yes, uh, I got it for a dollar at Book Off. Yo, yeah, that's cool. So that was really fun, and it came with the director's cut. Oh, cool. And, and, like, some commentary and all that other I love DVD the commentary actions. tracks for most of those movies because you get to find out some cool sh- behind-the-scenes shit. Right. It's always with these 80s movies especially. Yeah, they um, love doing those. Which they, they did make a documentary highlighting many of the 80s most notable uh, horror movies within the the four-hour documentary that is called uh, in, in, the, in the Myths of Darkness, I believe, or In the Shape of Darkness or yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. like that. But it... It was very in-depth, and uh, 
they had a Kickstarter for it for about two years now, but it is an in-depth look at effects, directing, production, everything related to 80s horror. So if you like Gremlins, they have some good commentary in there for sure. Uh, there were some sequels to Gremlins, which as didn't well. do so well. <laughs> they didn't do so well, but the Gremlins fly and shit. Yeah, they started yeah. like upgrading. <laughs> yeah, they started getting bit more more awful. Um, but that was about it, really, as far as those are concerned. But the first Gremlins movie is definitely worth your time. Yes, go and watch it. It's very rewatchable because you'll find new things every time you watch it. Because there's so many different Gremlins you can watch in the background, and they're all doing different shit. Yeah. So you can start picking out small things like that, and it's really funny to watch. And if you don't have time for that, just watch the bar scene. Right. Uh, yeah. There's so much chaos in that one scene. I don't know how they even like managed to film that and like <laughs> not destroy their set completely. It reminds me of like some labyrinth type shit from Jim Henson. Fucking labyrinth, just all over the place and just wild. But yeah, I like I like Gremlins a lot, and I think I'll make it a tradition to watch it every Christmas now. <laughs> Speaking of uh, movies that should be traditionally watched during Christmas, right. our next film we'll be discussing would be Krampus. I love this so much. I love Krampus as well. It's a great one. It, it has a lot going on it, glowing for it. So do you guys know the folklore behind Krampus? Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's like the he's like the German mega Santa. Yeah, because we got like we got a nice story in the middle of this movie from the grandmother who tells this like crazy story. And you get a nice little animation with it, which is totally, like, underrated. Like, that's such a good animation to drop into a movie like that. Yeah. But anyway, this is, like, more than just the movie that we're seeing here. Like, this is a whole celebration in other parts of Europe, right? Yeah, they have a they have a celebration for, for, for Krampus, I would yeah. imagine. And it's, it's just kind of part of their folklore. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, he comes and, ki- like, kidnaps uh, what evil children mm-hmm. and just drags them away in a bag does he, <laughs> yep. leave, does he leave Cole? no he just no, he fucking no he just takes like your that? kids well, in this oh. version of the movie apparently he sort of like grants wishes but like evil ones and mm. sort of like doesn't do it the way that you would think he would so it's like kind of like scamming uh, you according to the movie at least the, in the movie's lore that they take from it he shows up when basically when faith is gone that's and the it. faith in the Christmas spirit is gone is when he shows up. So it's like basically hopefulness and, you know, goodwill between people when everyone just feels nothing during the holidays sort of idea. Yeah. And the grandma really drives that point home when she's talking to yeah. her grandson where she like explains her belief in uh, in Santa and like St. Nicholas. I do love that every time she speaks in German, there's only like only the kid, only the son and the dad actually know what she's saying. Yeah, so and they don't translate. They don't put subtitles for her up either, if I remember correctly. Uh, for the German I parts. think only on like one or two lines they did. Yeah, and then the rest of it, it was translated. Yeah, you have by to have somebody else. else has to tell you what she's saying. Yeah, so the good thing about that is that she knows that the spirit of Christmas must be kept alive, right? And that she uh, encourages her son or not her grandson to continue uh, sending mail to Santa in efforts of keeping the holy yeah spirit. to keep that spirit alive, and he. The a lot of the characters in this are very generic holiday uh, characters. I will say, right? They, they fit their archetypes well. Uh, d- uh, They're so it's really well casted. Yeah, for it is everybody well ca- in casted. in their fucking roles. Yeah, it was so good. A- Adam Scott. Yeah, is the, the main is the dad Howard from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, got a couple other people of noteworthy, but I don't remember. Howard is hilarious. He's like yeah. perfect for that role. Oh yeah, he 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 knocked it out of the park. This is probably the least like. 
dumb, ridiculous role that he's been in, where he's not, where he's actually a much more well-rounded character. I yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. They did, they did a much better job on him because a lot of times he just plays like the really dumb, misogynistic dude who's just really like dull. Yeah, just like Todd Howard. Or not yeah, Todd. But yeah, Todd Howard. He's Todd exactly <laughs> Todd Howard from The Office. Yeah, honestly. Or, I mean, there's a Packard. His name's Packard. Uh, oh, in the is office. it? Is it? Is I'm it not sure. Todd Packard. Packard? That's is his Todd name. Oh, really? That's what I meant. Shit. Sorry. Todd Howard is the guy that made the Fallout. My correct. Never mind. Correction. Never mind. Yeah, Packard. Yeah. Top Packard. Right. Well, we got to talk about. So obviously, the movie is really strong social commentary on how people act during the holidays, especially Christmas when they're the, buying gifts and stuff. The opening scene is, is exactly that. Yeah, exactly that is basically like a. Like a just, it's got. I can't remember the name of the it's a Christmas song that's playing in the opening, and everyone's just fighting over Black Friday deals. It seems like. Yeah, I gotta figure out what song it is, but it's very recognizable when it starts. Mm. Um, yeah, you see a bunch of people getting trampled over materialistic objects and candy and all kinds of stuff. Yep. Anyway, I'll find the song later. But yeah. <laughs> but the 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 whole movie was definitely commentary about how people act during the holidays and like whether or not they believe in Santa or not. Uh, of course, the youngest kid who is um, the one who like writes the letter believes in Santa, but he he sort of says he doesn't. So, but he still is like battling that within yeah. himself. He has a lot of people that are telling him that it's not real. Yeah, sort of idea. The song is uh, it beginning to look a lot like oh, Christmas. that's right oh yeah, yeah. that's right and, and then it's everyone's... it's so nice and like there's chaos going on and yeah. it's just like it's beginning to look a lot like right. christmas <laughs> <laughs> and like people are just socking each other yeah. there's like Give two people who get tased horse. in the beginning of the of that uh, movie <laughs> they're just like shaking on the ground while the security guard is tasing them it's really funny <laughs> yeah and then the kids get in a fight right yeah so that's the thing our, our main uh, little kid character he is oh it's hilarious there's like a jesus uh reenactment going on yeah. and he's just beating the crap out well, of all kid. the kids around him are like fight fight <laughs> they're yeah. like so for it i was like dude this is awesome <laughs> that is hilarious and how they start that movie but yeah they have like the then you are introduced slowly to your characters the marriage that is failing obviously the uh, what the marriage that is failing like slowly i don't think it's failing, Not failing i but think like they're just like 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 becoming a little bit more irritated with they're each other. like dealing with raising their family and like because yeah. i don't think it's that they don't love each other no 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 they definitely <laughs> they're a little bit it, it's i think the stress of the holidays gets to everyone yeah and sometimes it can make it seem like you know stuff's going badly between the two but of them. i gotta say they did seem like an unlikely couple yeah like that's just, i don't know if it was just casting where i was like i don't know these they don't fit well together yeah. And like even on their scenes when they're like supposed to be close and like cuddly with each other, I was like, this is really awkward. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it was just the casting for them too. But I think Adam Scott as the main person was really good. Yeah. Then you got like uh what is it, the politics between families? Yeah, so the difference of like obviously they're a little bit on the upper middle class to like maybe wealthy mm-hmm. people with their their home is huge. They have like a huge house that they live in and like everybody's going there for the holidays. And then they even mentioned that like the aunt lives in a trailer park. Yep. So they're just like, there's obvious like class differences and they don't really like seeing each other all that much during the holidays, but they're doing it anyway. And then the grandma is obviously super nice because yeah. everyone's grandma is always really nice, but she's like an older German lady who has all these crazy folklore stories. And I thought it was hilarious when she goes from German to like, 
perfect English. Yeah. And it was like, I want to tell you this story. And then the lady, the aunt's like, I knew it. I knew you knew how to speak English. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like how the aunt is introduced. I need Nog. I need to get sloshed like right now. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. like, I need to get, uh, I think she said festive. Yeah. Yeah. She's and she's just like, now. yeah, she's so funny. She's a raging alcoholic the whole film. <laughs> And it's she's in something else. I can't remember what else she's in, but like she's very recognizable. Oh, she's in like there's a couple Adam Sandler movies she's in. Yeah. Um, she's not Kathy Bates though. No, she's not. But it's right. But she's like. But she's she like. Bar- she's like, like a bargain bin Kathy Bates. Right. You know, like I almost want to say she's Adam Sandler's mom in The Water Boy. Was she Aunt but Dorothy? She's not. Yeah. Okay, she is played by Conchata Farrell, who is who was in Two and a Half Men. Oh shit. Uh, oh, Edward, right, Edward yeah. Scissor's hands. She was in Krampus and just a bunch of other random. Yeah, stuff. I knew she was always like a side character and stuff. So she, I recognized her as soon as she came on. I, think, I believe that '70s show too. Yeah, yep. Mr. Deeds. She's in Mr. Deeds also. That's like the, she's in a bunch of Adam right. Sandler movies. That's what I remember. Her I from. what I think what I really appreciated too was that they didn't waste very much time in the intro to this no. movie they were like all right here's the family you're dealing with and go and they're like right into the situation of where they're like reading his letter the little boy's letter at the table and he like gets super really embarrassed endearing. that was so mean that yeah. was like such a like a hard scene to get through because yeah. like i was like oh what the fuck like, like they're, being rude <laughs> they're right like now. so mean it's the two daughters of of their other family which i guess is his cousins yeah yeah, they yeah. It's, like, it's like our dad does not wish we were boys yeah, that was, <laughs> literally, they're like they're really, really like uh, masculine little girls who are like wanting to play football. Are mad that like the Steelers and lost. They all they wear like, yeah, and they all wear like hunting, like yeah, hunting jackets, camo and, hats and, stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. They're like wrestling at one point. Yeah, that's really funny to see that. And he's just like trying to prep his only son to be in like the football team, and he's just like, he wants him, him to be junk. a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the most fierce lineman when I'm done with him, and he's just like a fat dope. He doesn't, like, I don't think he says anything the whole. movie. He doesn't say anything the whole movie. No, he's silent when like when like the younger kid asks him from like the I guess from the rich family yeah. asks him. He he just like stares at him, and I half expect him to start drooling on himself. Yeah. In that scene. <laughs> oh my god. They, I think at one point the sister and the brother are asking him questions, and then she is like dialysis, like anything, like, dialysis, like anything, dude, like, like and he just he just doesn't say anything. He walks yeah. away. Yeah, and he just goes and sits down. This is also the first kid that gets killed. Yep. Uh, it should be noted that there are no kills in this movie. Uh you're right. They do. They, get, are they just get swallowed and yeah, captured. They get captured. I mean, thank you, James A. Janice. Didn't. Well, I would say they were killed when they went to hell, technically, right? At the uh, end? Because of the end, nope. Because of the oh, end. Oh, no, end. wait, that's right. They're just captured uh, in the. Oh, we'll yeah. get to that. Okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's backtrack. So, so you're I mean, right, you're right. You're horrible right. winter strikes everything. You get the great scene where the uh, the eldest daughter um, of the of the rich family uh, goes to go visit her boyfriend. And it's this is just, the dumbest shit. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb, but I love this scene, though, because yeah. you see Krampus, like, jumping around oh on, the, on the buildings oh, and everything yes. and shit. And that's so it's super good. Dude, so apparently Krampus in this movie is very agile <laughs> and can, like, clear fucking houses as he jumps from roof to roof and has, like, hooves for feet. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see him, like, land near her and is, like, walking around and then just leaves a little jack-in-the-box near her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, that was a very effective. Like, usually I think those things are kind of cheesy. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, this isn't scary. But, like, watching that, I was like, yo, this is kind of unnerving. Yeah. yeah. Then we get the uh, top-down mm-hmm. shot of 
we see the jack-o'-lantern underneath the car and then it goes up and yeah. the camera's fading from the car and we just see it shake yeah like it's scream. attacking her basically yeah and then that's that's it from her yeah you don't see her until the end I think. yeah basically yep. the end of the movie yeah, yeah once you're captured you're captured that's yeah. the rule of Krampus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely <laughs> – there's a lot of funny moments in that. But so the girl gets captured, and they realize that this storm is, like, full-blown and takes out all their electricity. And then they're like, oh, what the fuck are we going to do? That's when Oni, the grandma, yeah. she, she's like, keep the wi- the fires warm. Like, yeah. She, like, she's, like, very stern. Because she knows that Krampus comes down the chimney yep. to enter your house. I guess this is sort of like a like the only way he can enter your house kind of thing. So it's like she wants to keep the fire hot. But when they all fall asleep, the fire is not kept hot anymore. And then we get the, the bigger the bigger son sees a little gingerbread man come down for the chimney. So those things are like hilarious and comical because they are just like very obvious CGI. But it reminds me of the fucking gingerbread man from like Shrek. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that same kind of humor that they were using for it. I feel like if they hadn't put something in like that, the movie would have been more serious. Yeah. And he goes to eat the our dough covered. Well, friend. you get the story from the grandma. I thought. Yeah. Or was that oh, after? Wait. I don't. Rem- <sighs> I feel like it's a bit. It's a bit afterwards because okay. they're already in chaos. This is also oh, after right. they go out looking for the daughter too. Yeah, you're they right. They go out and then the thing tries to pull. Tries to pull our uh, Todd Packard into How- the Howard Howie. 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 Yes, yeah. There we go. Tries the to pull Howard into the snow. And then uh, the dad, the oh, other he, he dad, gets, he saves gets scratched him. up. Yeah, he gets scratched up on his leg, and you also find out this is where he's like he's carrying guns, and he really likes his Hummer. I think he, what does what does he name his Hummer like Yolinda or something like that? Oh, I thought it was like Bertha or, or I don't know. I'll look yeah. it up. <laughs> I forgot what he names his what he names it though. But right. they leave they leave all the fucking doors open when they get out to go investigate the house because he's got that shotgun with the light on it. Yeah, and he hands like the revolver. He's like, "This is really heavy." He's like, "Yeah, that's uh, I am. He that's that's my wife's." Is basically what he says to him. <laughs> but yeah, so they're trying to find the daughter, right? Yeah, they they find the boyfriend's house, but it's like been attacked, basically. Yeah, on the way there, they they come across a snowmobile with the dude actually killed. This is the one killed. That's in the right. Movie. The guy is like dead in actually the car. Actually dead. And they're like, "What the fuck happened here?" Because it looks like the the windshield's been <laughs> broken inwards to like kill him. Yeah, and which then, is weird. Like, wait, so why did why do you, why did that guy just get killed? It's yeah. the only inconsistent thing about this movie. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I yeah. feel like maybe it was one of the elves that helped him. Yeah, or the or the ice just got to him. The weather is also really cold for them. They're like, it must be negative twenty out there right now. Yeah, they come back and they're like, yo, I like nearly got frostbite from yeah. being out there for a few minutes, and then that's what I think happened. Is just the weather killed him. That's true. Maybe they broke in and then like he had nowhere to go, so he just stayed there. Yep. froze to death because there was no I mean, blood right because well they find the it's the delivery truck where she finds the dead guy and then there's the snow plow that has no one in it but the windows broken into oh that's right I as if somebody the dragged one. them out and this guy is just in a closed vehicle and yeah frozen that's true so anyway um they enter that house the boyfriend's house and it's like empty basically which is kind of funny because there's a gingerbread man like stabbed to the fridge yeah <laughs> and they're like he's like what the fuck and then he like breaks the leg off and eats it yeah <laughs> it's a real sick son of a bitch, bitch that was up to this <laughs> i i always find it funny with these holiday movies that uh oh i'm gonna go to his house wait why all your entire family is here yeah but like i don't care i'm just gonna go over there anyways 
Yeah, like, it always I don't know, happens man. in these movies. I mean, it has to happen for the plot, but like you're fucking dumb. Like, yeah. why yeah. are you doing stuff like yeah. that? Everything else about the movie made sense except that. Stay with your family. <laughs> I don't know. It was the weird. The shepherd needs to protect his flock. I hate it. That was the only line I didn't like. <laughs> the only line in the movie that seemed out of place. And I was like, everything else fit for what they were doing. And then that one just like, I was like, oh, no. Don't make it serious. Or maybe it's just mocking misinterpretations of ideas from things it like that. It could be a parody of like other yeah. things you've seen. Uh, I mean, parody of like redneck culture. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally yes, what that yeah, is. No, it dude. really it's is. I mean, like the guy's carrying a shotgun. She even is just like, you know, I just like, she always tries to make foods that we don't understand. And he's like, yeah, that's because can't I would, I, you know, yeah. And like, because you, know, you guys can't pronounce it. And I thought you'd like something other than, other than macaroni and cheese and hot dogs for dinner. Yo, that was a good burn. I'm not going to lie. She was like, that lady got roasted at yeah. dinner. <laughs> it's funny though. Cause she's making like creme brulee and all these other things. Yeah. Oh dude. She was so fire with that creme yeah, brulee. I was like, some, yeah. I was like, good job. She had some good, good food. I'm like, she had the yeah, burner. Then, she was doing well. And then she gets like criticized for it. Yeah. Dude, Looks I like was, Martha Stewart threw up. Yes, in here. exactly. That was <laughs> exactly the line i was thinking of she's so fucking funny walks in there and says that shit but i mean it's just like a nice house they have yeah, like a they nice just, ass just, house she's just she's just the homemaker mom that's it she's there she cooks the food she does a damn good job of cooking the food right and i think she even comments it. at one point where she's just like i need you to like stay out of my fucking kitchen yeah <laughs> like, exactly get the hell out of my <laughs> kitchen Oof. Ooh. yeah that was great and she's like gonna teach the kids how to make how to make peppermint schnapps Come here. I'm going to teach you how to make peppermint schnapps. <laughs> but, uh, that's the aunt, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's that. sitting with them at the table after that incident. Like, they so get funny. back and explain what happened. And that's when the grandma goes into the yeah, story, right? Yeah, that's so There's, good. And she presents the bell right after. Yeah, she still has the gift. Which you want to go like, into this story? It's intense. Yeah, fucking shit. So, so she is part of a family that was very poor. And is like trying to. She tries to get bread from a bread line, and is the last one to get the bread. So they all like tear it away from her. And then she goes back home, and I guess her parents are like straight up fighting with each other. And like she's like basically in a broken home. And she wishes that they like they would just go away. And Krampus shows up that same night and takes them both away, and then like leaves her with a little bell afterwards as like a gift. And yeah. that's like what he ends up doing but like the animation for it is amazing yeah they did a good job for it like it, i love that krampus was like a cutout yeah like just the silhouette and like all you saw was his eyes and he winks at her. like winks at her before leave before leaving so she know like she's met him basically like before and has like been terrified of him ever since the best part is uh when she describes the bell that was left on here his branding's sick by the way they're like <laughs> it's just like yep bells by krampus but, uh, anyways <laughs> well he has a bunch of them on him yeah as he's walking around like like yeah. sleigh bells <laughs> yeah but uh it, it cuts from the animation to her to the bell in her hand yeah and it's like ooh, it like it hits you in a way but then howard's like you guys don't believe this hokey dokey yeah like, he's so what mad does he say like this horse shit or whatever yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> he basically says horse shit yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but i'm pretty sure you can go and buy that bell like as a cool like gift i'm down yeah Plus, it said his full name. It was like something Von Krampus was on the bell. Ooh. Yeah, I should look up what it said. But it's like, I, I remember seeing the full name on there, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. And it's like, but what a weird thing to just carry around with you all the time. Plus, how do we not notice? It's a bell. <laughs> like, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's a weird plot. 
grandma thingy. explains that they need to keep the fires going because that's right. the only way that he could come in the house. And then they go to bed. Howard is the first one to take watch, but he's Howard, so he falls asleep. Yep, and it's the little kid who gets dragged up the chimney. Yeah, he eats a linebacker son. Eats his dough dough boyfriend, and yo, <laughs> so that scene is crazy because they're all trying to like pull him back down because the little gingerbread men come down on like a chain from the chimney with a hook on it. Yeah, and don't they like wrap him in like Christmas lights? Yeah, well, something they like wrap him up and then just drag him up the chimney, and then everyone's trying to stop it, and the mom is actually the one who who's like inside the chimney with him and sees the little gingerbread man. And she's like, what the fuck? She like screams at it. And the gingerbread just goes screams ah! back. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like the mummy where he like screams at the, the oh, mummies yeah. and they like scream back at him. It's such yeah, a weird. It's so it's so like, the gingerbread men are very demonic little creatures. Yeah. Too. They're yeah, awful. They are. They're really cute looking. And then they make all this, these funny noises. And dude, oh, we got to talk about the fucking elves too. That help him. Oh yeah, the oh. elves are great. Their fucking talk- costuming is amazing. Dude, we also yeah. gotta talk about the attic stuff. Oh my god. Oh, the bro- toys in the attic. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> this so movie goes on. from like, oh, this is kind of like you know creepy, scary to just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like it goes into so they they hear noises from like the attic. That it's just and they're like, oh, it's squirrels, but it's like heavy pounding <laughs> yeah. coming yeah. from the fucking, and it's because they were trying to rewrap the presents. Which were left at the beginning of the movie, where you have that sack that's just sitting outside. Yeah. And they're all in there, and they put them under the tree, and then the, the tree gets accidentally lit on fire while the kid's getting dragged up the chimney. Oof. So they go and try to rewrap them in the attic, which is why they're all in there. Okay, and then you get the uh, the two sisters up there first, pretty much. Yeah, because right? they went to use the restroom, and then... They're called up there. They hear they hear the voice of the eldest daughter. Oh, that's right. telling them to come upstairs sort of deal but it like it sounds like a recording like something yeah it's so weird some some mimicry uh and so they go upstairs um they've been gone for quite some time and they hear a bunch of screaming and shouting and then that's when they all run upstairs yep. to figure out what's going on to find one of their daughters get completely swallowed whole by one of these it's like an evil elves. clown the, the, jack in the box which i yeah. think is the one that eats the eldest daughter also yeah, shows up because it's not later. like it's not like tearing them apart. It's just like swallowing them whole. Yeah, yep. you see the legs and feet, or legs and feet, like actually be like going into this mouth that has jagged teeth and giant lips. Just, just Google Krampus, uh, fucking Jack in the Box monster, and mm-hmm. you will see what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, its, it's mouth creepy. opens like Predator style, yeah. <laughs> with like all these sharp teeth, and like does this scream. It's so weird. And so, yeah, and that's when they're like, fuck this. We're going to start fighting these things. Yeah. It, like, dives into the air duct or the uh, the, the oh, air conditioning duct of the house. It tries to, yeah. Before it does that, though, there's, like, a flying, uh, like, angel, yep. angel decoration doll thing. doll thing that attacks the mom. And then a robot attacks uh, that robot looks fucking tight. Yeah the, yeah, the robot is really cool. Straight up has a knife. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like some Warhammer shit. <laughs> it does look like some Warhammer shit. And then there's the evil teddy bear. Yeah, it's like made out of like the wreaths that you see on the front yeah. doors. That's what it looked like it was made out. And then of. while they're doing that downstairs, like a trio, a trio of gingerbread men is using a nail gun to shoot at Howard. Yeah. And he like uses a cutting board to block all of it. And before he lights the hero, he like shoots he shoots a canister of something and lights them all on fire. It's like uh, a, it's like an oil lantern. It's like a lantern. Yeah, yeah, he shoots they're, a they're lantern. all burning coming at him. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
And then the dog comes through and gets a kill. Yeah, the, co- the fucking dog. Yeah. Well, the dog runs away earlier, and we think that it's just going to be useless for the rest of the movie. And yeah. then it shows up and eats the gingerbread man. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's flying towards him with a yeah, knife. Yeah, dude, that's so creepy. It has like the oh, jester no. hat. It's using a it's using a sharpened a sharpened uh, candy cane. It's yeah. about to stab Howard with a sharpened candy cane. <laughs> Pretty funny. I, I think the scariest part because it is a jack and uh, jack and uh, box, right? Yeah. This is the scariest part is when it can, has consumed people. It looks more like a snake. Yeah, you get to see like the whole thing. It's fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. It gets smaller and smaller as it gets closer to the box it came out of, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it escapes into the duct. And then they all make their way downstairs. And then that's when they hear even more noise. And apparently the dog goes after it. Mm-hmm. They, like, open up one of the vents and let the dog go. And I, I'm pretty sure it eats the dog. Yeah. Is this when the elves come out? Uh, like, well, that's like, when it, like, breaks through. through and, like, falls in front of all of them. And then they're like, oh, shit. Like, somebody is showing up and it's Krampus and all of his elves yeah and his elves are fucking awesome yeah like they're, they're all in these crazy like wooden masks that have been like hand carved they have like all these weird furs on and they're all really small or like smallish they're like medium size mm-hmm. they're not like the tiniest of elves and they've been building snowmen outside the house earlier that's such on. a great like unsettling thing to make the snowmen like get closer and closer yeah and more of them too yeah like, they oh just... dude yeah i forgot about the. <laughs> there's a snowman oh. outside yeah. All right. That's that's, that's very cool. nice. Yeah. yeah cool. They, they don't think anything of it. Yeah. And then slowly more and more are coming like zombies. That's a really yeah. cool reference to like, well, not only to previous movies that have made like Jack Frost and shit, but also to, to make that sort of oncoming thing. That's always going to be getting closer and closer to them. And he, the kid notices it like right from the beginning and it has like a red scarf or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, they all file in and like chain this thing up and drag it out. And for some reason, I think it was, was it the aunt who like jumps on it? Yeah. I think it's the, it's the aunt and then the, uh, the, and then Howard also jump on yeah. it and then it just takes them outside. They, that's like a comical moment. Cause it just goes flying out <laughs> of the Sound fucking effect. window, but fucking the intro to see Krampus is amazing. Did you, did you know this is the sound effect that they use for the ant getting pulled through that window, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, was like it really? Super, it's super Looney Tunes. Hell yeah. I love it, though, because it really, like, the tone of the movie is really goofy yeah. at this point as well. It's chaotic and goofy. Yeah. So, it, it for me, I, I personally really liked that choice that they decided yeah. to do something it's really silly. It's a good silly. horror comedy. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it was billed as, and it came out and delivered on that. Well, what, were you, what were you going to uh, Oh, so so Krampus's intro, where you get to see like his full face, and uh, this is like the family's like, "Fuck it, we're gonna make for the car and run out." And the grandma actually is like, "No, I'm gonna stay behind," and And locks the door, locks them out, and then goes and faces Krampus, uh, who I'm guessing like recognizes her or like knows who she is. Mm -hmm. And his intro, he like comes down the chimney, like breaks the wall away. The chimney like cracks, and then from uh, like from the chimney, you see his hands come out first, and then his head is like bowed as his like horns come in to the house and like up over the chimney. And then he steps out, and then you get to realize how big he is. Yeah, he's he's, like tall. He can like reach the ceiling basically, and he stands up, and then you see his face, which is just like a fucked up like Saint Nicholas. (laughs) He just looks like a open mouth with like (laughs) crazy with horns. Yeah, he well he has like super long horns. He has like the beard, but his mouth is like really big and open, and he has like a really long tongue, and his eyes are like black or like there's not really like a pupil or anything, 
and uh well i guess we can only assume he kills the grandma at that point or he captures her captures grandma he, he opens up the bag and she looks in and all the toys that's inside right. like attack her and that goes to I black think she, she just steps in right she just steps in well, the bag. Well, it looks like things come out and grab her. Oh, okay. So yeah. she gets like stuffed into the bag and then yep. uh, that's how he captures her. And then they and then they in quick succession kill or capture the rest of them as they're trying to escape until like only the little kids are left. Yeah, it's and then two just, of them left, right? And then uh th- three two of them, yeah. And then it's and then it's the There's little the party. it's a little boy eventually. Yep. And he runs into all of them like straight up having a party as the portal it's to hell opens. Awesome. So we got <laughs> we got giant like uh hooded or sorry, um horned creatures that kind of look like Banthas. Yeah. Like totally just uh you know, chumming it up. You got all the elves and toys just everywhere and it's like all this festive all craziness. Red. Like yeah, it's a red filter pretty much. There's just all kinds of music and craziness going around, and then the kid is like, "I want to talk to Krampus." Basically, this is such a good moment though because it it was giving the idea that there was like some final hope that he could convince Krampus to be like, "But I just wanted like holidays to be how they used to be," and then he like waits a moment and then just laughs in his face as he tosses him into hell. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like so bye. After white wiping a tear off of his yeah, eyes, he's like, too. "Oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, so sad." And then just laughs like a bellowing laugh, and they all start laughing together. And then they throw them in, and then you think that the movie is over, but then they the kid wakes up, right? Then you think it's a dream. Yeah, you think it's a dream the whole time. It's such a nice ending. They're like, oh, yeah, all of this Christmas holiday. And then they go to open presents, and one of the presents is the bell. And then they all start looking at it and realize that they are trapped. And it zooms out, which is probably the greatest ending. Yeah. It zooms out to you. You find out that they're stuck in a snow globe sitting in Krampus's office. Workshop. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one of many. Yep. There's so like he's done this before. hundreds of, like, hundreds of just keeps them in their special little hell Mm -hmm. and it is a terrible ending and it's awesome yeah (laughs) i think it was very appropriate for the movie they get you with a dumb jump scare with the toys oh yeah yeah they jump out (laughs) out of all the the (laughs) sides of the frames all of the classic ones so you get a good because honestly the toys were some of my favorite parts were all of his like his little helpers and whatnot like krampus himself is pretty freaky looking but but all the toys are just awful awful things i'm so glad that they didn't make their costuming look like cheesy or cheap like yeah, this all this job. looked like actual like fine materials that they used for their clothing and then krampus is amazing i don't know how they even did his character like whether or not it was part cgi or if it was just practical effects like a dude in a suit yeah it yeah. looks it looks like a guy in a suit to me yeah. to be honest i don't see any cgi there it looks like there's just a guy wearing a like a fucked up santa mask he's barely in this movie but it's like it's so worth it when you see him on screen yeah exactly you know what it was the opposite of what happened in insidious yes because insidious was amazing until you saw him yes i agree with that and then it just it just fucking went downhill from there because <laughs> they show like his workshop too where yeah. he's like grinding up his like claws, and then I'm like, this is so weird. It was, and then you just see him kind of just like in his natural like chilling state. Yeah, it's, it, it was. They should have just kept him like very mysterious how they did. Um, but but in this case, it was totally worth it to see him, and he is just as evil as you want him to be. There's like no remorse in what he's doing, and it looks like he just does this on the regular. <laughs> he's like, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna go collect some families. It should be noted that Krampus as a concept has been picking up more steam as oh, we yeah. are in this new digital age of sharing information. 
people like having a darker Christmas in some areas of the world. And there are some <laughs> Krampus festivals that are do go down in Europe. Right. Well, we should mention, too, that, like, around the holiday times is not just, like, Christmas. Where now people are really starting to get into, like, what is it, Yule? Yeah, Yule. Which is around this time, and so it's more of, like, fits in a little better because we're already using pagan traditions yep. <laughs> for, for Christmas. Like, the you know, like, the, the Christmas tree and, and other shit that people started doing for the holidays. Even yeah. gift-giving, I think was like originally a pagan sort of ritual that you would do they do note this in gremlins that uh around this time of year it is like the most time for seasonal depression and the highest rate of suicides yep so if you know someone who is going through some stuff give them a pat on the back and ask them how they're doing because the being alone is the true horrors of reality so i just wanted to mention that because the holidays could be a rough one to get that through. is a good message it really is because people are having a tough time going through the holidays recently because everyone is broke and <laughs> we're just trying to survive. You yep. can't travel in some cases to go see family. So a lot of friends, uh, friends, miss friends, Christmas is happening. Like a lot of people I know are just going to hang out with their friends and like not go anywhere. Friends miss. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like, it's a cool thing. So yeah, yeah you can't hang agreed. out with your family. You just find some good friends or, you know, you do you. <laughs> Well, that's like pretty much all of those. Did you guys have any other thoughts for the two of them, or just about like the holidays, Christmas? I mean, Krampus like that? is a is a is a perfect Christmas movie for now. I mean, in my opinion, it yeah. has a little bit of social commentary. It's got some good goofy slapsticky horror. Yep. It's got some like like legitimate horror bits in it as well. So you'll laugh, yeah. you'll go, <gasps> and then you'll also go like, "Wow, that was introspective." I cannot think of another really good horror comedy for some reason. Oh, that Especially was like, one that's around Christmas. That was like, like well balanced Christmas movie that was actually good. Like well, I, I mean, can't... like I laughed during Black Christmas, but not for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black Christmas is hardly like really a Christmas. It doesn't have like the Christmas themes. No. Krampus really like dials in the Christmas yeah, themes. Yeah, right into like folklore. Yeah, and then and like you know trails right into like that that you know European German folklore and whatnot. So it, it's got all of that in it as well, and I really enjoyed that movie a lot. Especially, I remember I thought I saw it. It's like opening weekend with yeah, you. Yeah, I think, yeah, we like, saw it in like 2015. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was in 2015. Yeah, yeah, like right when it came out, we went and it was around Christmas time that it yeah, came really, out. Yeah, we were like, let's go see Krampus. So, uh, like, that sounds like fun. Loved it. We all yeah. loved it. Everyone oh, it who great. went with us, we were like, yeah. this is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, I think it has uh, gained a little bit of a cult following behind it. Yeah, uh, it, has it was some, the same. Has some really good. Uh, actors behind it and a good performance and all the the uh, effects as well well just some last minute things i forgot to mention at the beginning their budget was 15 million they made 61 million oh nice. it's good so they made money they made yeah. their money back like you know fun, at the very least fun fact about this though uh when i looked up krampus on imdb it says krampus parentheses one. Oh, are they good i have no idea if they have ideas for a sequel but that's what it says what on the imdb do. like is it just a completely different family or like are, maybe knows? they can escape from the the thing it'd be too much i like yeah. it. i like it as a yeah, single just leave it as it is yeah i agree same with gremlins leave it as it is yeah but they already fucked that up so <laughs> <laughs> there's always those movies that you're like this should be just a standalone movie yep like there shouldn't be anything else do you guys remember uh, what was that movie uh Waterworld? Ah, yes, yeah. the movie that was very, very, very expensive. It's, like, considered to be the biggest, like, fucking bust ever. Like, they spent so much money and, like, nobody watched it. I liked 
I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's such good like lore for like after <laughs> yeah. like the world gets flooded and then yeah. they have to like deal with uh, like oh are you gonna have like earth like as like something where you're like no there's a secret map to get to land and you're like what the fuck are you talking about yeah i, I like I it was very World cool World, so. i liked watching it i liked going to universal studios when they had a show there for it oh, my oh God. yeah that was very yeah nice. that was cool but anyway it's just one of those movies but that was pretty much it so before i let everybody go just want to remind everybody we're super easy to find we're on all of the streaming services so all the main ones you just look for bringing down the grindhouse so we're on spotify we're on apple podcasts as well as the google podcasts and the smaller ones like stitcher and uh Castbox, i think is the other one and then you can always send us messages on our social media profile so facebook instagram twitter you can always leave messages for us recommendations or arguments yeah. for something uh, like if you could please go review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, it means a whole lot to us and it improves our rating so we get to be seen a little bit more. Yeah. And it's always good to hear good things from you guys, so feel free to send us some love in because <laughs> we definitely like the feedback. And well, that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for coming out tonight to talk to me about these movies. I hope everyone has a good night. I'm Mitch. I'm Mer. And I'm Jonathan. And enjoy this outro by Alec Bickham. Happy holidays! Happy holidays!